Thanks for downloading this IMSA radio podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by visiting imsaradio.com or search for IMSA radio wherever they get their podcasts. Carrera Cup North America on IMSA Radio. Good afternoon, everybody. It's time to get a little bit more serious as the qualifying for the Porsche Carrera Cup North America presented by the Cayman Islands is set to kick off now. 30-minute session, 34 cars in the pit lane set to see the green flag to set not only qualifying positions for today's race, but also for tomorrow. Hi, everybody. I'm Shay Adam with MSA Radio. I got Jeremy Shaw alongside me for this quick but fun session And we are expecting the green flag to come out here in a couple minutes time, about three and a half minutes away before the green flag waves. Jeremy, we've seen a slight mix up in terms of names at the top of the charts after the practice sessions. Yes, Kaivan Burlo is still up there, but Michael McCarthy with this new car, as you pointed out earlier, he was flying any chance that he takes his first pole position. Uh, it'll be a big feather in his cap if he can do so, certainly, but it's been very, very close in, in each of the practice sessions so far. Riley Dickinson was fastest yesterday for Kelly Moss in car number 53. Kelly Moss, of course, a locally based team in Madison, Wisconsin, so they are here in full force this weekend. I think it's 10 cars or something like that. It's a ridiculous number of cars. Anyhow, there's, a, there's two full transporters there, and there's not a spare inch of space down there with the, with the cars lined up in echelon outside it uh, before between the sessions but yeah uh, so he was fastest uh, in the in practice two this morning it was parker thompson who set the way however for jdx racing so a feather in their cap to be uh, to be quickest this morning kai van berler the championship leader second fastest in practice riley dickinson was third quickest uh, this morning uh, and michael mccarthy in fourth so three kelly moss cars second third and fourth number three number 53 and number seven so the three racing for children's cars so identical liveries on those cars just slightly different accent colors on the uh, on the front valance on those cars but yeah it's going to be a tight qualifying session no doubt about it and the other classes for pro-am and am also very tightly fought in practice Shay. yeah and especially looking at the championship swing that we've got on hand this weekend jeremy i know you were mentioning earlier that some of our full season championship contenders as they have been not on site for this weekend's race so it really could change things around mark kwame who's had a great season so far looking to try and further extend that am season championship now that his number one rival is not here well i mean he, he was he was leading the points pretty comfortably prior to the last uh, race weekend but that was north of the border in Toronto a few weeks ago with the India IndyCar weekend. And Mark, uh, Mark Kwame did not make that trip because he, his son was getting married out in Napa Valley, California. So uh, he quite rightly put uh, family before racing <laughs> even. Uh, and as a result of that, yes, lost the championship lead in AM um, to Bill Smith, mm. who had won the, the previous round. That was, uh, that was Watkins Glen, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, the previous round. Uh, added two more wins north of the border in Toronto. Unfortunately, that's the good news. The yeah. bad news is Bill is not here this weekend because he broke a foot uh, in a in a 
industrial accident, let's Ooh. say, or, or uh, d- damaged some ligaments in his foot, and the doctor hasn't given him clearance to drive. So Bill, unfortunately, unable to make the trip here from Texas this weekend, so he will give up that championship lead that uh, he had taken with those two wins in Toronto. And uh, John Getz, who was in Toronto but, but didn't really race... Uh, because he, he crashed his car pretty heavily in a practice session accident uh, and they repaired it enough to get it on the grid but there were only two cars in Am north of the border so he started both the races got Smart. second place points and as a result of that he has now placed second in the Am series points but he's only got a, a, a pretty slim edge over Mark Kawami but uh, in the practice sessions this morning there's not not much to choose between either of those two or another couple of contenders as well Green flag is out for this practice session, and the car is already lined up in the fast lane. That is a difference to all the other IMSA series that you will see. Cars allowed to not go to their pit boxes, quote-unquote, because, well, they don't really have them in such in this series. If you come in to make a pit stop, chances are your race is over. This is a true sprint formation of a championship. So it's whoever gets to the false grid first. You're going to get the cleanest lap out on track. And Kai Von Berlo was one of those cars. So keep an eye out for the number three Porsche out around the circuit. That is one of the Kelly Moss Road and Race cars. That was uh, wearing the Racing for Children's livery, as Jeremy was talking about. Green and white with handprints all over it. That car, which has, well, how many championships associated with that livery now, Jeremy? At least four. Well, yeah. Jacob Edson, Roman DeAngelis, uh, last year with Seprio. Yeah, yeah, had a, a bunch of championships. It's, of course, the, uh, the, um, the Porsche Carrera Cup kind of reset the record books, if you like. A new car, new championship uh, with pro drivers uh, not only allowed, but actually encouraged in the, uh, in the Porsche Carrera Cup as they were not in the old GT3 Cup championship. But yes, those colours of that uh, Children's Hospital of, uh, of Alabama uh, have been uh, used to winning and, uh, and uh, you did... did uh, they weren't on the winning car last season because the winning car was the teammate car. Kai Van Berlue carried those colours last year. Um, but um, it was uh, Sebastian Prio who came away with the championship last year, the first year for the uh, Kelly Boss for the, uh, for the Carrera Cup. But, uh, yeah, that, you know, since the advent of the Porsche Carrera Cup North America last year, there's now been a total of 26 races. 19 of them have been won by Kelly Moss, uh, the Kelly Moss team five by JDX Racing and then for the first time last time out in Toronto, MDK Motorsports came away with its first two wins. Very cool. It's so strange to think about this championship and this history and not have Ray Motorsport as one of those names, Jeremy, but they're not competing in the top class anymore. Yeah, yeah, they they have one car in the top class for for Hutton McKenna but uh, but he's he's a relatively, doesn't have a lot of racing experience and he's, he's age restricted to that pro class yes. he's only 28 years of age but uh, he's not running quite up with the front runners yet but it, in the am category john gets is very much in championship contention yeah. driving one of the right motorsports cars and in pro-am we look as far as who for the championship well, league it, once again as was the case last season alan metney and efren castro this year driving for the same team for kelly moss neck and neck pretty much for the championship uh, last year uh, Alan Metney missed one of the races and ended up losing the championship as a result of that, oh. uh, arguably, although Efren Castro just came on 
gangbusters at the end of the season and swept up the championship to boot. This year, again, it's been a very, very close battle. And in, in the first session yesterday, those two, uh, Efren Castro and Alametti, were separated, I think, by seven thousandths of a second. Oh, my So nothing goodness. to choose between them at all. And they come into this weekend separated by 16 points. Again, Efren Castro is on a streak. He's won the last three races in that class. Uh, and uh, and Alametti, but it's still Alametti that does lead 190 to 174 coming into this weekend. After Road America, there'll be just two more rounds or four races, two double headers before the end of the season. So yeah. crunch time now, Shane. And very much close competition yep. for both of those drivers who are used to finding success at both of the tracks remaining after Road America as well. So it will continue to go on this battle will. And if you're wondering why we're not talking about any of the times yet, well, Road America, 4.048 mile track means it takes a little while for the guys to complete their outlap and then complete their first lap. So the first of our cars I mentioned earlier, Kaivon Burlow, he just now is going through the kink. Right behind him is Trenton Estep, car number six, and right behind him is the number nine of Parker Thompson, followed fairly closely by Riley Dickinson in the 53, and then the number 12 machine of Lee Keane. There's a good space on the track for car number seven. That's Michael McCarthy. He's got some free air running in front of him, and nobody to worry about but and besides him and Kaivon Burlow and maybe Parker Thompson arguably everybody else has a fair amount of traffic out around the circuit right now coming up the long front straight it's not as much of a climb when you walk it at least it wasn't for my tired legs yesterday as I was expecting it to be but Kaivon Burlow crosses the line with the 2.15.2 and Trenton asked up a 2.09.7 so clearly Trenton was on the uh loud pedal a little bit more than Kai on that opening lap. I'm just wondering if maybe Kai and, and Parker Thompson were bringing their tires in a bit more gently, Jeremy. Yeah, it would seem so. And, uh, you know, tire wear certainly is a factor around here. This this track is, is hard on rubber. Very. Uh, and uh, I would expect to see the fastest time set within the first three, maybe four laps of this session. That's when the tires are going to be the, at their ultimate peak of performance. And certainly Trenton SME is flying right now. Oh, wow. Absolutely flying. And he's, his first lap is significantly quicker than anybody else. In the Pro-Am class, Pedro Torres is quicker on that lap than Alan Metney. Oh. Another Pro-Am contender regularly is Justin Oakes uh, for the NOLA, NOLA Sport team. He's not here this weekend. Very late decision. His, his wife is expecting their first uh, well, a child fairly soon and uh, he's uh, had to stay home with uh, mom to be and make sure everything is okay there so uh, we're sorry you're not here Justin but yeah right 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 decision there difficult one I'm sure because he's uh, he's third in the points in the pro-am coming into this weekend despite the fact he missed the races in Toronto but uh, yeah he's going to give up more championship ground here as Justin Oaks but good decision Justin and best wishes there for the family Exactly. You always remember the races that uh, you're at, but you tend yeah. to not remember the races you weren't at, especially yeah. when there's a big life event going on, such as the birth of a child. That's uh, I commend him for that. Yeah. Trenton Estep on another good lap here, but so is Kai Van Berler. Goes purple wow. in sector two. Behind him, though, Parker Thompson also goes purple in sector two. So uh, they're, they're uh, coming, probably coming around about Canada corner now, Those yep. that pair. Uh, behind on the racetrack a little bit to the number three. Well, Kai Van Berlo is, is leading the charge, isn't he? He was the first car out on the racetrack. Yes. Coming up the hill now to complete his third lap. See what the There's lap time Kai. is. It will go to the top, I'm sure. Yeah, 208 482 for Kai Van Berlo to the 209 1 for Trenton Estep. So 
There's Parker. There's Parker. Look at that. 0.037 seconds of a, of a second between the top two. It's Parker Thompson out front in number nine for JDX Racing. Oh, this is great watching them uh, refresh as they come across the line. Parker, Kai Riley, Trenton, Varun, Dimitri. What a lap from Dimitri Demakos to well, jump up in a sixth. Particularly from Choksi, to be honest. Varun Choksi, kind of a 13. Uh, he's uh, he's jumped up there ahead of Dimitri Demarcos, uh, and that's uh, a big improvement over his time uh, this morning for Varun. His best lap this morning was a two, was a two eleven eight. Wow! He's just turned a two oh nine five in car number thirteen. That's a tremendous improvement uh, for that uh, number uh, thirteen car, Varun Troxy, for that right motorsport scene that you were talking Jeez. about a few moments ago. So that's a great run. Uh, in the early stages of this session. Don't you love when you find that extra two and a half seconds down yeah, the back of the man. couch cushion? <laughs> That's impressive. Efren Castro is currently fastest in the Pro-Am class as well, a 210-585 ahead of Marco Sharoni, the Canadian coming up, the uh, team that got in trouble for using improper tools for a tire change earlier. Um, our responsible adult on the Skype chat thought that it might have been an elk or a moose that they just wedged under the car and then used that instead of a jack stand for the Canadian. We've got Alan Metney in third as well. That battle's far from over. And in yeah. AM, Mark Kwame, we've been talking about him. He sets the fastest time so far, but Vernon McClure hot on his tail. Making his return to the series since first time since Long Beach. Early in the championship, he had a big crash at Long Beach, did Vernon McClure, and oh. the car was very, very badly damaged. They finally sourced all the, the parts they needed to repair that car. So making his return, return here, what's that, four months later, basically, yeah. or uh, almost four months later. So great to see Vernon back at the wheel of that car for this weekend and currently second part fastest in that class only a couple of tenths behind the the uh, well the guy who's been fastest for most of the rounds this year Mark Guami in car number 43 there goes Kai Van Berlo across the line does not better his time Trenton Estep does not better his time and Parker Thompson does not better his time so yeah. we might have seen the peak as we were expecting yeah. early on Jeremy now yeah. The, the track is super abrasive right now. It is going to be getting a full repave in October. But my question comes, how long do these guys stay out there and run? Because the drop-off yeah. will be severe. Yeah, I, I would expect them to come into the pits uh, this time around. And most likely, this is a, what, a half an hour session. Way too long, in my opinion. Yep. Uh, but uh, in this session, the fastest lap time of the whole session, that will set the grid for race one, which will take place uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, the second fastest lap of this session will set the grid for race two on Sunday. So I would expect now most of the teams to come back onto the pit lane, change tyres, go out on another fresh set and try and set another blistering lap time, uh, which is likely to be a little bit quicker even than this. But uh, they're now trying to get, if you get two lap, good lap times in now, that bodes well. For, uh, for later in the session and perhaps the grid for race two. And we've already got two of the cars going down with that strategy. Michael McCann is into the pit lane in the number eight and the Irish Mike's car, that's number 95 for Connor Flynn, also into the pits. Those will be tire changes for those two cars currently sitting 13th and 14th in the pro category. We've had a change at the top of Pro-Am. The 99 crossed the line the last time around and went to P1 for yeah. Alan Metney, so he leads Efren Castro. And in the AM class, Mark Mamek moved himself further away from Vernon McClure he now sits 18th overall with the pole position, provisional pole position for the AM class as well. 
And the best AM time this morning was Verna McClure, a 212.1. But uh, Mark Kwame has really stepped it up in this session. 211.5 for Mark Kwame. That's 18th fastest overall. Of course, everybody is running exactly the same Porsche 992. The uh, brand new specification of car that was brought in last year for the Porsche Carrera Cup North America. And uh, it's just the... uh, well, it's driver age is is differentiated between Pro, Pro Pro-Am and Am. The the cutoff age for the uh, Pro-Am category is 35 and for uh, am it's anything anything over 57 so it's the old farts class in, in am class and the, and the drivers love it i mean you know it's it, it's re- i think it's a really cool situation and uh, and the, the drivers love it yeah they, they know they're not quite as quick as the youngsters nowadays they were in their day of course they were faster than the kids now back in their day of but course. they've still got something to aim for for mark kwami here well up among the pro-am contenders in his own team, of course, this year. Brand new team for the 2022 season, MDK Motorsports, Mark Kouami. Uh, and he is fastest again in that AM class, looking for yet another uh, pole position to add to his tally. In the uh, first eight races of the season, he's been on the pole seven times out of those eight. Goodness. Well, the top four have all come into the pit lane. Yeah. Michael McCarthy, Varun Chosky, Dimitri Domeko still out on. Oh, no, Dimitri's come into the pit lane now, too. Uh, so Varun and Michael still out on the track, but uh, they are the only two of our top eight that are still circulating, so that will be tire change. We did see a faster Sector 1 from our Kwame, but Sector 2, not a personal best. So let's see what he can do with the remainder of this lap. He pulls into the pit lane, so change of tires time for just about everybody. We need to keep our eyes out, particularly for Connor Flynn and Michael McCann when he does come back out because Connor was the first one to make the change onto the new tires. So if he can better his time on the second set, Jeremy, that'll be a good indicator of what's to come. Yeah, he's going to need to because he's 14th uh, in the pro category and he's behind uh, half a dozen either pro-am or am cars as well. So Connor uh, still, you know, still getting used to these to these cars. This Irish Mike's racing team run by his father, Mike Flynn, uh, based out of Florida. Irish Mike's for a good reason. Mike Flynn is well and truly Irish, <laughs> uh, based in the Orlando area now, and getting used to these uh, these 992 cars. They run 991, the older cars, uh, up until this season. But uh, it's finally a pretty steep learning curve for Connor Flynn, who's driving in the pro class, and his and his uh, teammate, uh, which is uh, Craig Conway, running in the pro am class. He just didn't quite meet the cutoff for the for the older category, did uh, did Craig? So he's he's getting some experience. I was trying to do him yesterday, and that, that car, by the way, number ninety seven car of Craig Conway. It's a really cool looking car. It's it's the Irish green on the back, but it's got his Scottish tartan. From the, the Campbell Tartan from his uh, from his wife's side of the family uh, is on the on the hood of that car. It looks really sharp. That's mega. We've been talking so much about liveries and other uh, yeah. championships, Jeremy, yeah. but the Carrera Cup really does provide some wonderful options. And that's yeah. the best thing about Porsche. They don't look bad in any color. True. I follow uh, Champion Motorsport on Instagram purely to see the different colors that they come out with every day with the different right. street cars that they very come. Cool. It's it's very fun. Uh, so, looking back at the top, we've got Riley and Trentons. That's Dickinson in the 53 and Estep in the 6 that have left the pit lane. Kai Von Berlo and Parker Thompson, the fastest two cars, are still sitting in the pit lane. So, perhaps waiting for a little bit of open track. I've just noticed Matt Halcombe is going back out onto the circuit. That's the uh, Mystery Machine liveried car, number 55. He's currently fourth in the Pro-Am class. Let's see who 
else. Uh, Kwame is on an outlap as well. Vernon McClure trying to get closer to Kwame. And he's just had to serve a drive-through penalty as Vernon McClure. He was exceeding the pit lane speed by nine kilometers an hour. So that's a uh, that's not just a uh, that's a drive-through penalty that he will have to serve for that. Uh, Vernon McClure in car number ten, but still second fastest he is in the AM class, and he's about uh, a better part of a second behind Mark Kwame at the moment. Alan Metney, Efren Castro, and Marco Cironi, the top three in the Pro-Am class, are all still in the pit lane. And now Guy Von Berlo has roared back into life and decided to go for a better time. And Parker Thompson says, ah, yes, I'll go right behind you. That will work nicely. Let's see who's going to wind up with some open track here, as it looks like to me the 58 has nice open track. Uh, the 58 belonging to who, Jeremy? Uh, T.J. Fisher. T.J. Fisher, thank you. And the other car that's got a little bit of a gap is the 7 of Michael McCarthy. Uh, the 28 is another one of those cars that's Bob Mueller in the AM class, where he's got a bit of space between he and the next car. And Kai Burlow has done a nice bit of a gap coming through the carousel just now, chasing down Vernon McClure in the 10, but there's about a straightaway between them as McClure goes through 10 now. And, and Kai goes through it now so that's a good enough amount of space that he shouldn't catch the slower car ahead of him uh, at least not for a couple of laps let's see did connor flynn he's on a lap now it's not personal best sector time so maybe he needs another one to sort of reel himself in before we can get an indication as to whether the second set of tires will be better than the first Dimitri Dimakos, though, is improving on his lap time. Personal best sector two. That's about the only blue that I'm seeing on the screen right now, aside from Thomas Collingwood further down as well. He just did his personal best lap. Still a bit further down the charts. As he uh, is also driving a Cayman this weekend. Well, the 718 Club Sport GT4 CSRS. Let's give it its proper name. And the uh, Michelin Pilot Challenge. So busy weekend for Thomas with BGB. Let's see, who just jumped there? Dimitri Domenkos did improve his time and did get ahead of Varun Chosky. So that was a 209-544 for Dimitri. Yeah, about two thousandths of a second ahead of uh, Varun Chosky in car number 13. Varun just on his outlap now, having uh, come in to uh, make that tyre change. So he's a little bit back on the schedule, but still 12 minutes to go in this session. So plenty of time for these... Uh, contenders to improve perhaps their times in the closing stages of this qualifying session again it'll set the grid for both race one and race two the fastest overall time for each driver sets the grid for race one on tomorrow and the second fastest time of this session will set the grid for race two on sunday i think that'll be a good battle during the race jeremy the uh, 11 versus the 13 if they're separated by two hundredths of a second Dimitri and Varun, uh, that could be a bit of fun to watch for the back in the field. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we've seen some really good battling uh, up and down the field in the, in the uh, in this series this year. It's been really intense competition. This uh, Carrera Cup North America, I, mean, I was a little bit sceptical perhaps initially about it, but uh, I was wrong. Uh, <laughs> and the racing has been absolutely tremendous and really strong fields as well. 33 cars of the 34 entered out on track here this weekend. Wow. All right, starting to get more blue times. TJ Fisher now has stepped up in that number 58 machine, and he has gone personal best sector one. 
We've got personal best sector two from Connor Flynn. So here we go. We are starting to see these quicker lap times starting to come into play on the second set of tires. Took a minute, but uh, glad to see that that got all straightened out. Hutton McKenna is into the pit lane in the 88 Wright Motorsport Porsche. He does have one of the cutest dogs I've ever met, Jeremy. It's like a little um, Great uh, an English bulldog, I think it is. Who, who's a, that? a tiny little one, Hutton McKenna. Oh, right, right, His right. mom b- brought the dog to uh, one of the races earlier this year at Sonoma. It was so adorable. Um, and Michael McCann also still into the pit lane as Moisey Uretsky is in, in car number 44. Now, I know that's Moisey without even looking at a timing screen because it has his livery on it, although it's a very different color scheme than I'm used to. Moisey, who drives a lot of different cars. Trenton Estep improving in sector two. Here we go. Do you think anyone will be able to threaten the lap time of Parker Thompson? That was such a good one. Well, Trenton goes purple in sector three and says, yes, that would be me and jumps up to third overall. Yeah, just over a tenth of a second down then to Parker Thompson, who still leads away with that 208.455. To put things into perspective, this is the first time that the 992 cars have raced here, uh, at least in the Porsche Carrera Cup North America. There were 992 cars racing here last weekend in the uh, Sprint Challenge, the the USAC uh, Porsche Sprint Challenge series uh, on different tyres. I think, yeah, on different tyres. But uh, this is the first time uh, these cars are raced here. So the lap record for this championship, really, we can look back to the old 991 cars. Back in 2019, Roman De Angelis, racing now, of course, in the the, uh, WeatherTech series in Aston Martin, 210.373 was the old GT3 991.2 lap record. And we've got the top... Uh, 11 cars all faster than that in this session and the quickest one nearly uh, nearly two seconds quicker 208.455 leads the way still for Parker Thompson but there's another purple sector this time from Riley Dickinson in sector two purple again for Kai Van Berlo who's really on a flyer now in car number three I've just there he goes Riley Dickinson to the top 208.318 for car number 53 wow Goodness, that's unexpected. Who is going faster, though? Kai Van Berlo. Yeah. He's on a good lap. Where around the track is he? He's, He's coming into 14 sector. now. Yeah. Let's see if he can do anything as he makes that long climb up the hill. He is catching slower traffic in the form of car number 18. Will it affect his lap? No, it does not. Well, it probably does, actually. He probably got a bit of a toe from that car in front of him. He was far enough behind that it wasn't impeding his progress at all, perhaps getting a little bit of an effect of the draft and this, uh, coming up the hill towards the start-finish line. So Kai Van Berlo by two and a half tenths of a second, a 208.061 for the championship leader in car number three. Jeremy, do you remember a few years back, 2018, one Patrick Long was on the pole at uh, Road America? He put the car on pole in GTD. His lap time was a 2.06.593. We're not too far off from that lap time, and that's a full-spec GT3 car with a full-spec factory driver behind the wheel, nonetheless. (laughs) That is super impressive. The lap times that we are seeing now from factory drivers of the future. At least they hope so. We have to put that in uh, perspective. Alan Metney just jumped up again, too, up into the top 10. He is Pro-Am Provisional Pole, 
210-088. He now has quite a few cars between himself and Efren Castro and Marco Cironi. He does, a couple of cars between himself, uh, and he's quicker now than, uh, than Lee Keane who's got a lot of experience in Porsches. Lee wasn't driving here yesterday. He had some food poisoning after something that uh, didn't agree with him on... What day is it today? Uh, Friday. Friday. So Wednesday night, and uh, Thursday he was struggling. So did not drive the car yesterday. So uh, kind of uh, you're behind a whole session compared to everybody else, although they did test here in that 311 RS Motorsports. His teammates with Dimitri DeMarcos, who currently stands in the sixth position for Michael McCarthy now to be fifth fastest in car number seven. We've got Riley Dickinson who just did a fairly slow lap. He was personal best through sector one and then took it very easily through two and three. Well, not so easily through three, but very easy through sector two. I wonder if maybe he had a spin. Lost eight seconds in that second sector, but now he's back on it. Varun Chosky, personal best sector one and two. Let's see what he can do if he can reclaim that sixth position. It's been a good qualifying so far for Michael McCarthy, but Jeremy, honestly, I was expecting a little bit further up after that brilliant lap we saw in the morning practice. I thought it might just give him a confidence boost enough to pull something out of the bag. Yeah, very much so. I mean, he's all, you've already gone three tenths of a second faster than he did this morning. 209.2 for McCarthy this morning, 208.9 this afternoon. So uh, it's, it's been a very impressive run for Michael McCarthy in car number seven, but uh, yeah, the pace at the front is stout. Brunchowski crossing the line now does not improve his time. Lost a little bit in the uh, third sector. Yeah, but uh, his, his best qualifying run was uh, fifth position on the grid in Toronto, but there were quite a few cars not in Toronto. So seventh place is, a, a, again, a good run for that right motorsports kind of a 13 for Runchoxy. He took got some experience in, in open wheel cars. He did some F4 and, and some former regional Americas as well before setting his sights on the Porsche Carrera Cup North America this season. So it's been a steep learning curve for, for Varun, but he's making steady improvements as the year is, uh, is, is progressing. Sean Varwig just jumps up into the sixth place. Yeah. Personal best, sectors one, two, and three. The youngster, uh, still a high school student, isn't Sean? Yeah, yeah, just uh, just 18 years of age. A local driver here, he's from Barrington, Illinois, so uh, he's taken advantage of perhaps a little bit of local experience, and if he can maintain that sixth position, that would be his best, well, equally his best uh, qualifying performance uh, so far. He was sixth on the grid for the second race at Watkins Glen, uh, but uh, another good run for Sean Varwick, the youngster from Barrington, Illinois, car number two, sixth position. I keep forgetting it's August, of course. He would have graduated a couple months ago from well, yeah, good school, point, actually. But, yeah, it's uh, day done for Mark Guame with qualifying as he comes back from the pit lane 18th overall, but first in the M class. Next up is John Getz, who is in the 23rd position overall. So a very good qualifying from the right motorsport driver. Quite a few cars between he and Mark. That'll be good fun on the start of the race. In Pro-Am, Alan Matney moved down to 11th with that improvement from Sean Varwick, but still provisional pole sitter. Indeed, by uh, by a full half a second over Efren Castro. It's a really good lap there for Alan Metney compared to his his. Uh, his chief rival, Efren Castro, Marco Cironi, he's only another you know, tenth and a half or so back in third position in Pro-Am in the Mark Motors Racing Calibre 84. Let's 
Let's see. Kyvon Burlow in the pits. Uh, Riley Dickinson still pushing. His last lap was only a tenth off of his best lap. I wonder if he's trying to go for that second race lap uh, in this session at this point in time. Car 23, penalty, track limits, turn one, lap nine, invalidated. Well, who is car 23? That's the first mystery. Oh, it's PJ Hyatt yeah. uh, running in the hardpoint uh, dark green livery. Learning the boundaries of the track and the car as he's here this weekend with his coach, Gunnar Jeanette. And they are using this weekend as additional practice for, well, PJ's experience in race cars. He's still new, fairly new to driving race cars as a whole, but has his sight set high, wants to do the 24 hours of Le Mans in a GT3 spec car uh, sooner rather than later, is what I was told, Jeremy. Well, he was one of the guys that did race here last weekend, so got some more experience in that car then, and uh, clearly building on the, on that. The best lap time in the races last weekend was... Uh, He's got a, a good bit faster than, than that lap time in this session so far. 2.11.80 is done now. His best lap in the race uh, last week was in the 14s. So big improvement there for P.J. Hyatt making his debut in this championship column 23 for, again, Kelly Moss. Oh, it's a good team to go with. We've got the top four in the pits now as we are under two minutes to go in this session. Sean Barwick in the sixth place. Michael McCarthy in the fifth are still out running around. Those are cars two and seven, respectively. Dimitri Dimakos is into the pits in car number 11. We've got Varun Choksi still out on the track in car number 13. TJ Fisher is coming through the kink right about now in car number 58. And Travis Wiley in the 77 make up our top 10 for now. The majority of those cars, well, half of the cars are in the pits, half of the cars are out on the racetrack. But the majority of the top 20, Jeremy, have called it so far, not running all the way to the checkers. No, that's right. Yeah, the, the tires are definitely their best here. You know, three, four laps into into the session. If you don't get uh, the best out on then, you're not going to improve after that. And uh, Parker Thompson really uh, was one of the only drivers. He and Vroon Choksi uh, and Travis Wiley, who's in 10th position, they're the only ones in the top 10 who did not improve on their second set of tires in this qualifying session. Everybody else did go faster on their second set. Not by much, some of them but by enough and certainly for Kai Van Berlo who's uh, got uh, two and a half tenths on the field 208.061 fastest in car number three the young Dutchman based in Florida again with that theme Jeremy young driver based in Florida yeah another uh, one we've got two drivers who are still improving as there are 20 seconds to go in this session Moise Uretsky with the personal best sector one and a decent sector two as well as Verna McClure with the personal best sector one so those two drivers looking to move up a bit more Uretsky will not get it done he remains 19th overall fifth in the pro-am class and Vernon McClure in the number 10 well he will see the checkered flag when he comes back this time because now it is waving last car on the racetrack will be car number 44 that is Moise Uretsky. And we don't have that many cars out on the circuit, but they are allowed to finish this lap. Let's see, who's the next one to come across the line? That will be PJ Hyatt out there in the 23. That's the dark green Porsche. So no, no major surprises really in this session. Kai Van Berlo uh, hasn't been quickest in, in either of the sessions so far uh, this, uh, this, this week. 
however, he was second in practice one and second in practice two, where he's put it all together in uh, when it matters in qualifying because he's been the fastest guy in this session. This will be his wow. ninth pole position um, earned uh, during a session. He also had a, a uh, one pole last year based on upon championship points when qualifying was uh, was was cancelled. So his ninth pole in his 27th start in this Porsche Carrera Cup North America presented by the Cayman Islands. Three cars have seen the checkered flag so far. The only one of them improving time and position was PJ Hyatt. He's up to sixth in the Pro-Am class. A good improvement. He's just behind Moise Uretsky. As more cars cross the finish line, we have three remaining out on the circuit. Pedro Torres in car number 16 will be the second of those to see the checkered flag. It'll be Tom Balama's first. He needs to find about two seconds to get within the 107% rule. So that's a little bit of pressure for him on this lap. And then Moise Uretsky, of course, we already mentioned. As he's still pushing on this lap, uh, no, I would say he's gone about a second slower through the first sector alone. So the only chance of improvement, uh, the only one showing improvement, no, none of them are. None of them are pushing hard. So that will do it for qualifying, Jeremy. And you're happy with our three pole sitters? Well, they, the drivers certainly will be. That's yeah. for sure. Kai Van Berlo once again then on the on the pole position for the Kelly Moss team. That will enable him to extend his championship lead by two points you get for pole position. So this is his, uh, uh, of, of the season, this will be Kai Van Berlo's... One, two, three, four, five, six, seventh pole position. So uh, seven out of uh, out of eleven this season, nine in total. Yeah, job done for Kai Van Berlo. The Riley Dickinson, his teammate in column fifty-three, will have to second set up a second place on the grid for race one. Parker Thompson, who was quickest early on and quickest in the earlier practice session this morning, he will be in third position for JDX Racing in column nine. Trenton Estep. The winner of the two most recent races on the streets of Toronto will settle for fourth position for MDK Racing in car number six. That's qualifying done and dusted for the Porsche Carrera Cup North America presented by the Cayman Islands from here at Road America. But don't go too far away because the Lamborghini Super Trofeo cars still have to come out and do their qualifying sessions. And that's coming up in just a few moments time. <laughs> 